Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Happy Friday, by the way, sir. Uh, Fanny, be tender. <laughs> you know I thought we had to love. play that. Yeah, I thought we would I, have to do that because, yeah. you know, it's appropriate. She needs a theme. Fanny yeah, Willis. And, and you know what? Be tender with our love. The Trump, whether you like him or hate him, he has got America focused on politics again. A friend of mine pointed that out. I pointed it out to uh, a gentleman that I know. He's 87 years old, diehard, long, lifelong Democrat. His son's a Republican, one's a Republican, one's a Democrat. But, you know, I, I went over to visit, you know, just to say, hey, and what's going on. And we were talking, and, you know, the two things I got from that conversation, he looked at me and he hung his head because he knows I do this podcast and everything. Mm-hmm. He goes, Biden, Biden let us down. Oh, so you I, think? He, oh. Goes, <laughs> he goes, he showed that he doesn't care when he went. He took too long to go to Maui, and he doesn't care. Oh, wait a second. You should have said, wait a second. That aside, and you're right, did it ever occur to you that uh, what he did in Afghanistan, which was right in the beginning of his uh, his I think it's tur- starting to sink in to people is what I'm trying well, to I say. I sure hope so. Holy smokes. You know, and Trump, you know, even he said, yeah, you know, Trump has actually got people looking. Well, 200 plus million people are looking at the X with Tucker and, well, wait a minute, wait, well, no, 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 wait, well, let's back this bus up. All right, let's go to the Fox ratings. Uh, 11.1 million on Fox, another 1.5 million, I think, on uh, Fox Business. So a total, let's say, of maybe 12.5 million. 12.5, 12. And that's from CNN. That's from CNN, so. You know, and you know that said that's actually a good number, but it doesn't trump over two hundred well, million. Well, in the first thirty minutes of the interview, he had eighty-seven million views. Look, what is the population of America? Three hundred sixty-three million. Uh, three hundred thirty. Three hundred thirty. Three hundred thirty. Yeah. So. Over two-thirds of America, which means babies in diapers and 10-year-olds were not watching. Everybody else was. As of this morning, uh, 270 million and still growing. They're still counting. 270 million people viewed the interview with Trump. Right. Keep that number in mind because even though you could say, well, some people watched it two or three times, you could divide that out. Still, you've got over 100 million people. And if Joe Biden wins by another record landslide, forget about it. It is a lie. Mm-hmm. It is a kind of like this indictment that's down. You know, everybody is going, well, you know, he's been charged. He uh, He's a criminal. You know, he's uh, charged with insurrection and he was he's convicted of insurrection. There was no conviction of insurrection. A, a grand jury is is in place to keep the prosecutor uh, the prosecutor in check, but it's only the prosecutor that gets mm-hmm. to pick the grand jury. So that is a sham in and of itself. You know, as as when I was at that gentleman's house and his wife sat there and she shook her head on that one on on the on the prosecution and the grand jury. And even he said they don't have the authority to do anything. They can recommend a trial, but that's it. Trump isn't guilty of anything. Hasn't been found guilty of anything. That from a Democrat. But the famous phone call to Ravensburger, whatever his name is, where, you know, Trump said, we need to find, and they said, the secretary illegally recorded it without anybody's knowledge, but recorded the conversation. You didn't hear the conversation. You heard her testament to what it was, which later was turned out to be a lie. And the evidence was found in a trash can, which Fanny knows, and Fanny based everything on a known lie, which means that, gee. And how legal is it to record somebody on the phone without their knowledge? It's illegal as hell. But they don't talk about stuff like that, folks. You know, for the Democrats, those are just minor little details that can be ignored. And Fanny prosecuting on this, that's been, uh, you know, it's, 
it, it means that she is a uh, vicious prosecutor and that uh, she could be held up on. Well, the latest word, I don't know that you heard this or not, but, you know, they wanted to have uh, the the trial right up near the first primary election. Mm-hmm. First, Now he, she's asked the court that all of the cases be grouped together and they be tried in October. That, let's see, that's the month after next. I was listening to a uh, very successful defense attorney say, these cases, he, th- that's ridiculous. These cases may take a year, a year and a, and a half to prepare for. That's if you're good. And sometimes mm-hmm. they can go for years before you can get to trial because they are so complicated. They're so detailed. Uh, it is it is abs- it's ridiculous for anybody to ask that these cases be grouped together and tried in like eight weeks. That, yeah. that, that's ridiculous. They've they got to go through all the evidence. They've got to ask for uh, your witnesses. Who do you have? We want to talk to them. We want to do interrogatories. Uh, we want to subpoena them and, and get you know uh, depositions. If you don't if you have that opportunity, you're not getting uh, justice. And this is well, what she, she doesn't want justice. Issue. She doesn't want it. Look, you know, he could sue for defamation of character. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's liable. There's there's many. There's a myriad of, of lawsuits that he and the crew could sue for, and they could own the state of Georgia. Yeah, when this all comes out, if they don't get the kangaroo court system, which is what uh, Fannie and George is going to do, but if it comes out and it is like I just said, which it is, then that means they could sue, and I wish they would, and I wish they would sue the pants off of Georgia. Sorry if you live in Georgia, but they need the pants sued off of them to where they own that state, and then I think we need to pave it, turn it into a parking lot. But Fanny, Fanny, I propose that you get to keep a job. You can be the parking lot attendant. Well, I don't think, uh, I think she, uh, I, I think in all honesty, money, she belongs behind bars. She's taken well, yeah. the legal system. She has used it for her own private purposes. She has done things that haven't been done in our country before. Think about that for a second. This is not something which has happened before. This is a first. She has decided that she's going to make a name for herself. She's going to well, let's make her something a name. special. Well, let's make her a name. Convict. You know, President Trump, I, don't, I watched it last night. It was painful. It was painful to watch, even though I know that, A, he's innocent, and, B, if there is a justice in our country, he will be found innocent. But that's, that's neither here nor there. She actually took the office of the presidency, the office of the president of the United States of America, and she dragged it in the mud on purpose. She pulled him in the mud. Now, he did the most dignified thing a man could do. He put on his best suit. He went in, took that mugshot, and he posted it. Yes. He flew down there. He got the mugshot. By the way. It looks good. If I staged that mugshot, if I had that mugshot posed, I mean, I couldn't, he couldn't have done a better job. The the look, this is one of the only times, by the way, that I wish our show had some video, because usually I like doing an audio-only podcast because I have a face for radio, but in all all honesty, uh, Donald Trump had a look of anger, determination. Oh, uh, yeah, that look was priceless. It was. It was like, when well, you want to get an idea of what it looked like, take a look at our eagle on our website. Go to, you know, when you look at the eagle on our website where it, it looks like it's ready for a fight, that mm. is what Donald Trump uh. looked like last night on that mugshot. And, you know, they've already started to take that mugshot and use it for T-shirts Hats. Yep. Uh, they're gonna. They're going to uh, try to raise funds. Here's for what it. I think. Uh, here's what I think you should do. Now I don't know the number right offhand, but they have his inmate number. You know, they give, they give you a number when you're when you're processed. So he has it like zero one three. I don't think they I, put, I don't think he had it on the picture bill. Yeah, it was. Well, no, the news is out there going. Uh, everybody's been waiting to see the mugshot. It was a damn good picture. Yeah. And then they had the number that they put there. And I'm going, that's all you need. Everybody today, now I know that we have a lot of people that listen, but, you know, we might be far-reaching, but probably not to the stature where we could make 
200 million people do this. So if you like the idea, you're going to have to take the idea, do it, post it, and get other people to do it. But look at his pose. Take the same picture as best you can and put his number below it and post it. Take your own mugshot because uh, you're guilty, too, of believing the election was stolen. You know, Bill, I I know what you're talking about, but I'm looking at the picture right now, and there's no number on it. No, no, no. In the story, they give it. Do they? They give the number. Yes, they do. Um, I'll find it here in just a second. No, I believe you. I'm just, you know, I I know what you're talking about. Usually, when they do a mugshot, they have the, the number on the chest of the inmate. You know, and uh, I don't see that. I think it's kind of unusual. What they do have is over his right shoulder is the imprint to the Fulton County, you know, sheriff's office, I guess. Right, Uh, right. And uh, but his look, if I said, Mr. President, we're going to do some pictures of you when we want you to look angry and determined. You could not have posed that. You couldn't find an actor to play him. That's that's exactly what I was thinking. I couldn't have planned it. P-O-1-1, P-O-1-1-3-5-8-0-9. So that's the number. That uh, that's his booking number. Uh, you know, it's, it's and you know P-O- the sheriff's department, by the way, released that mugshot later. Like mm-hmm. they like they wanted to make darn sure the press got it. I mean, they they are co-conspirators. I don't know how this ever ends, but you know, if everybody's a participant in an illegal action. Shouldn't they all be forced to pay for that for their participation? Meaning, if down the road they prove that all of this was illegal, all of this was a, a planned course of action to uh, bring his numbers down in the polls and make sure he's not president. Well, if, it's obvious it is. But if, I mean, if every they, time. But if they can prove this, shouldn't all of the participants be uh, arrested? Shouldn't they all go to jail? I think well, so. How many days has Trump been under um, persecution by the left? Well, in all honesty, from the day he walked down the elevator, from the day he right. and they came down in the Trump Tower, they started to get assaulted by the press. Okay, so anybody that's involved in it, I think a fair and just thing is one year. One year for each day that he has been illegally persecuted. So if you had a part in it, and there's 365 days in a year, and you've got uh, yeah, don't make any plans. Worth. Don't make any plans for dinner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because yeah. in my world, you're toast. Yeah, you that's know, true. and I, I think when you look at those numbers, people are waking up, and even in the Republican debate, yeah, you know, people were cheering for everybody here and there and here and there, but nobody. Well, you know, they're saying so and so's the winner. Well, the clear winner was this. The clear winner was Trump. No, well, Trump. Yeah. But nobody on that stage. Nobody on that stage. And when they sat there and asked the question, "Would you vote for Trump if he was a convicted felon?" Well, that question drew booze. But what really drew the booze was that he doesn't have the right to run. Or when they, because. Everybody that was in that crowd, which was handpicked, by the way, applauded Trump. They applauded Trump. They still wanted Trump. Anybody on that stage was second, third, fourth, and yeah. fifth best. And the 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 grassroots poll that I got was, you know, first there was Ramaswamy, mm-hmm. and then there might have been DeSantis and Haley, and right on down the line. Christie, the Pillsbury Doughboy, was licking the crumbs off the floor. Yeah, but he's um, not. He, I think he's looking for a job at CNN. Well, yeah. you know, I, I will say this, Chris. You know, for the for a fat boy, he is well spoken, and I I say that with love because I've been a fat boy, and I understand it. Um, but you know, I, I wait aside. The guy is a, a mean, vindictive son of a bee. Period. No, well, no offense say, no, actually, about it. Actually, saying son of a bee is a very nice thing. Yeah. Well, you, you really, you know, and, and I get how some people now just drop it because, you know, you can't, you can't really, um, you can't, you can't glaze over Bill, what these people the are. The guy, the guy is um, 
a scumbag. Uh, He's exactly. You you look at the guys on the stage last night or the night before last. Uh, I like Ramaswamy because he all throughout the campaign he's uh, kept uh, his head above water. He hasn't wallowed in the mud. He has always said uh, respectful things about President Trump, even though he's running against him. He has not gone. Uh, uh, he hasn't piled on like a lot of them have. Like like Mike Pence, who I find to be everyone says, and I hear it from. I hear Hannity. You know, Hannity has gotten big and fat. I don't mean physically. I mean fame-wise. He's gotten oh, yeah. big and fat. Now, if you're listening, Sean, and you're saying, what right do I have to say this? Well, uh, thank goodness I had a pretty decent career. I've been in New York. I, I, I've done some things that are pretty can get pretty heady. So is Bill, as a matter of fact. He's worked on some big radio stations. But the fact of the matter is, it can go to your head sometimes, and I think it kind of has to a certain extent with you. The hungry Sean Hannity that made you the star that you are now was uh, somebody who tried his best to sound a lot like Rush, who must have listened to every Rush show and then followed up with his show uh, being in sync with Rush's show, and he he fed off Rush. You know, with Rush gone, maybe that's maybe he's lost his anchor. Maybe that's that's the problem. Maybe he's lost his his lead, uh, and you know he talks about things like uh, mixed martial arts all the time, and how he did this, and he's always saying, you know, I used to be a, I used to be a roofer in Rhode Island or something like that. And I think you know we all had jobs that were menial, Sean. At some point in everybody's life, they did things that were outside of what they end up doing. You know, I mean, I I can hey, I, I used to wash you do dishes. What you gotta do. I used to wash dishes when I was a teenager at the Riverway Restaurant in South Yarmouth, Massachusetts. I know what it's like to be up until two o'clock in the morning cleaning lobster off of off of plates, buttered lobster. Believe me, that that stuff stinks too. After a while, you go home at nighttime, and, and you have to take Last a shower. Thing you want to do is go. To- Hey, you gotta order the lobster. Yeah, nuts. you have okay. to. You have to. You have to take a shower on in the outside shower. We had a summer house. My parents had a summer house, and they used to make sure that I didn't go in the house after I worked. I would shower outside <laughs> because you stunk. Oh man, it was. It I was, had a daughter that worked at Taco Bell. Oh, and goes, oh, Taco Bell. But you know, you think about it now. You're you're there, even though you might be working at the register. Right behind you are all the. You know, everything that cooks the food in that meat after a day yeah. of oh. you know, that, that, that grease. Oh, that God cooked. bless her. She must have smelled big time. Oh, you know, I could smell her car coming up the road. <laughs> you know, I mean, I was like, oh, Caleb, man. You, you know, know, I get still, in the shower, baby. I get, still, get, <laughs> you know, as, only as a teenager at two in the morning, three, two thirty, I would walk home. It was like a mile and a quarter home. Just to air out. Huh? Just just to air out. Exactly right. Because I couldn't stand my smell. And, you know, you take your clothes and the, you, you right into the washing machine. Right yeah. into, you know, and, and be, because you really, you were rancid. It's amazing. And, and people would say on my day off, hey, you got anyone up for going off for lobster? <laughs> no, no. You don't want to do I'll that. Pass. No, no. I'll Look, pass. we've all had jobs. I, I've had some. You know, jobs in the past in between radio or where I was. Oh, you sure. Know, necessities, the mother of, of invention. You you end up doing things. I never did anything illegal. Let's put it that way. But That's good. I, I had some jobs that I would sit there and some people might go, wow, you did that. That's cool. And I'm like going, no, it, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't cool Well, you know, you have to all. do you have to do <laughs> things to pay the bills, keep the lights yeah. on, you know. But and some of them you made money, some of them you, 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 know, you got by. With with Sean, he, he's he he says things like, uh, you know, Mike Pence is a nice guy. Mike I, Mike Pence is no, he's not a nice guy. I don't care what his persona is when you shake his hand. You know, I'm sure that when he comes up, he seems like the most charming guy you'd ever want to meet. But when he when he takes his friends, the people who have given him chances. The guy who gave him the biggest break of his career made him the vice president of the United States. When he takes that guy and throws him under the friggin' bus, you know, that to me, 
says it all. That's enough. He's done. He's toast. He's a bad guy. Have you heard that much talk about Pence and his performance? Seriously. Actually, all I heard, Bill, was, and I, I thought this was interesting. Someone said he took forever to start answering a question, meaning he would the question would come his way and he'd shake his head and he'd smile, all the while trying to think of a politically correct answer. And then he would talk in his pontificating kind of style, you know, like talking down to you. And it was obvious to the people who were watching. And then as the night progressed and got nastier, they said he, he looked more sinister. <laughs> that was a description somebody you said. Know, he looked I more sinister. To, I hate to say this. When I watched him, it, it, it wasn't there. It was, you know, it was, uh, it was imaginary in my mind. Yeah. But I kept seeing the same black fly fly around his head you know and you know it oh gosh wouldn't that have been something if if oh, we wouldn't that, that have been, been something landed on his forehead in the debate yeah, wow well, somebody somebody needs to superimpose but the problem is at the debate at the debate uh there were so many foreheads that the fly could have landed on you know the, well, that the fly it, was confused. Exactly. <laughs> it, it was there. It was circling. It just didn't land. But uh, I don't know. I, I think that uh, uh, I think Hannity should. Uh, I, I used to like listening to his program, and now I I find it difficult because he just doesn't seem to. He's well, lost touch. He seems to yes. have lost touch with the common the common well, man. True, and he you keeps know? that fly under his toupee. Who does? Hannity. Hannity doesn't wear a toupee. Yeah, he does. No, he doesn't. That's sure his, he does. That's his real that's his real head of hair. You think so? Oh, I, I do. You don't think so? No. Oh, what, what, I feel like I'm all of a sudden we're doing a, a different type of program <laughs> no. now. No, we can move on. But. Does Hannity wear hair? We'll be back in sixty seconds. I think it's his hair. I think he has a great great set of hair. You know, he, I, uh -huh. I, I applaud him. Holy smokes. Although I have to say nowadays they can make it look really natural. If you have the oh, right, uh, yeah, and with his money, yeah. I'm sure he has makeup you people. Know, you know. I've paid big money to make my hair look like it's thinning that I'm getting older. <laughs> well, good for you. <laughs> Bill, get your money back. <laughs> oh, you rascal. You mean I really look young and I have a lot of hair? <laughs> oh, you, you look marvelous. Um, other things going on. Yeah, you know, we're kind of bouncing around here, but I wanted to point this yeah. out before I forget because you know how we older people are. Just, yeah, you, when you think of something, you got to grab a hold of it and, and say it. You heard about Prigozhin over in uh, in Russia, and mm -hmm. there's you know the plane went down, and they're saying it appears that he died. It appears that he died. Even Putin came out and gave his condolences to his family. He said that he had made some mistakes, meaning Prigozhin had made some business mistakes in his life, but uh, he was sorry to see him uh, go, and he extended his condolences to all of his family. But here's the thing that I found was interesting, and you're not hearing a lot of it. The media, like a lot of lapdog puppy, puppies that they are, are just going, well, I guess he went down on the plane. I saw the plane go down, and I guess he's gone. Yup, yup, yup. Well, let me tell you something. In 2019, Pagosian did this before. He yeah. disappeared before in 2019. So says the Daily Mail. He pulled a disappearing act before. Now, you may say there were 10 people on that plane. Why would he kill 10 people? Well, first of all, he's the head of Wagner Group. Do you think he's really concerned about seeing people die? I mean, all, the, all that group does is, for money, uh, they commit murder. I mean, they, they kill. So he's, he's, this guy has already proven himself to be a, a killer, a murderer. He's mm -hmm. a billionaire. He's got a lot of money, this guy, Pregosian. He's a chef. Yeah, well, he was a chef. He, he That was almost yeah. like a hobby, Bill. But yeah. this guy is, um, he was he was Putin's chef, they called him for a while. Uh, but Cooking the, up things to die for. Well, okay, you said, I think it was you yesterday on the show said, you know, what if he was trying to kill somebody in yeah. that plane? And, and that is a distinct possibility. He, there was an aide on that plane, like a second 
his right hand was on that plane. Mm-hmm. And um, he, there were other people on the plane connected to the Wagner Group. And if you want to clean house at the top, if you're the leader of the organization, you take out the, uh, you know, you take out the plane. The other thing is, when you're worth a billion dollars, you can afford to get the surface-to-air missile. Mm-hmm. You know, it was he was shot down about a, I think they said a hundred miles northwest of Moscow in a rural area. Of course, it's a rural area. You don't do it in town, down Moscow. You make sure the pl- you get the flight plan. You find out where the plane's going, and you take it down. So I know it may seem like kind of a stretch, friends, but like we said in the beginning, he did this before in 2019. I'm just saying. Yeah. So uh, there's so many things, Bill, that are going on in this world right now, and everybody's kind of not paying it. They're attacking a good man, Donald Trump. They're trying to eliminate him from the presidency. They are allowing the border to be destroyed. We have a country without border. Really, can you call it a country? If you can't no. define your borders, can you be a country? You know, I mean, I'm asking you, Democrats who are listening, if you don't have borders, what are you? Uh, you're, well, maybe they want to redefine what a country is. I mean, if they do that, I mean, you could, you could have a computer and you could have a virtual country. I don't know, you know. I mean, they're we're blurring all the lines. Essentially, that's what we have now: a virtual, a virtual country. country. Yeah, because we sure don't have a real bordered uh, country. Just well, isn't that way at all. Um, who's Steve, president of a virtual country? But anyway, go on. We have a virtual president. <laughs> uh, you know, it's there. amazing. This guy was on vacation in Delaware last week. Then he goes out, right. he visits Maui for a few hours and goes back to uh, Colorado, I think, or wherever, Nevada, some some mm-hmm. beautiful uh, $18 million private estate that he's staying on, and he's spending another... Va- this guy's always on vacation. And, you know, the yeah. thing. the other thing is, people say, well, who's in charge when he's away? It isn't Carmela, because she had nothing on her schedule yesterday. Carmela had nothing on her day planner that is released to the press yesterday at all it means who's flying this ship i mean uh, i'm just saying we we uh, are being told a, a lot of hooey if you ask me steve bannon uh he did uh, a, a talk about the debate the other night and right. where we're going and uh you know steve bannon used to be a a uh, advisor to president trump he's a big supporter of the president and uh, he said some interesting things. Listen. Crossfire. A Dealey Plaza type crossfire, metaphorically, to both entrap and destroy Donald Trump. And he didn't walk into the trap. And you saw it there all last night, spring, including the fact, think about it for a second, Byron Donalds, MTG, Matt Gates, uh, others, sitting congressmen who are on Fox all the time, major main battery. Not allowed in. Carrie Lake, Don Jr., the son of the President of the United States, not let in. If you support Fox and watch Fox, you should be ashamed of yourself. Now it's a TV for stupid people. And I, I, the only thing I would differ in Don Jr.'s assessment is that they're worse than MSNBC and CNN. Compare the CNN town hall to what Murdoch had, the trap Murdoch had set for Trump last night. Compare that. As bad as CNN is. Compare the CNN town hall, that's an objective fact we can look at, even as bad as Caitlin Collins was. That was kind of up in your grill being snippy, right? But look at the audience. Other than that, it was pretty straightforward. And look at what they, they had set up an elaborate apparatus. And by the way, this is Rana, and no offense, my brother Dave Bossy allowed this to happen and actively work with the Murdochs. You look at the New York Post today and all their assessment. Nikki Haley was great. She had a breakout moment. You know, Ukraine got their little Ukraine flag. Can we put that up again? Got your little Ukraine flag. Can I get the New York Post up again? Got the Ukraine flag up there in the upper right. Just unbelievable. Yeah, there we go right there. Little Ukraine flag in the upper. Little Ukraine flag. The end of the Republican, the old Republican Party ended in Milwaukee last night. And it came out in all of its glory. All of its glory. And today, you don't see him there. You don't see any of those people there supporting Trump, down with Trump, etc. We're going to go and get all that. 
let's get into the bricks of it all because what is happening here is amazing and that is signal what happened last night is noise except for that watershed moment when they all came out and said pence was right trump lost Prince was right, and Biden's a legitimate president. Remember, to me, that's a gating event. If you can't answer those correct, number one question. Very simple. Did Donald Trump win the 2020 election? Yes or no? No hubbada, 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 hubbada. Number two, is Joe Biden a legitimate president of the United States? Boom, answer those questions. If you answer that Trump did not win, out. If you answer that Biden's legitimate, out. No need to hear anything else. Don't need to hear your agriculture policy. Don't need to hear you talk about woke. Don't need to hear any of it. It's not relevant. I am so in line with him on that last part. Did you hear that? He said, you know, when they were asked, uh, did Mike Pence do the right thing by verifying the vote count? Did uh, Biden really win the election and Trump lost? And I think every single person on the stage said Biden was the president and Pence did the right thing. You know, Pence, right, Pence, took, Pence took a, a victory lap. And what what uh, Bannon was saying, you do that. You say that he did the right thing. Everything else you say out of your mouth is worthless because you've you've showed me all I need to know, which is exactly how I feel. You're done. Yeah. You're toast. Well, that's what I said yesterday is that every one of them disqualified themselves because they are knowingly promoting a lie or they don't understand how, or both. They don't understand how the system really works. They don't, you know, they're saying Trump is guilty of a crime. Yeah. Number one, I don't see anywhere where everyone goes, oh, it was an insurrection. Was it definably proven at any point in time and declared that besides the news declaring, well, it was an insurrection, okay? Where and how did it become that? There has to be some legal jur- uh, juris- uh, justification and jurisdiction that says this was an insurrection. There hasn't been, as far no. as I know. It's just been the accusation. And the accusation that Trump caused it, you know, that's all it is. You know, well, a grand jury. A grand jury has no authority, no power. So sorry, there is there is no legal legal stature anywhere. And there and there this Georgia thing is going on. And if you sit there and go, yeah, you know, he's he's a criminal. He's guilty of this. He's no, been, no, no, he's no, 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 no. You're not a criminal by being indicted. No, you you can indict anybody. I could indict any listener in this. If I were a DA, I could indict any listener in this audience for something yeah. if I want to make it up. And that's what they're doing, folks. They're making it up. Yeah. He's being tried by the, you know, by public opinion that they give you. They're, they're, they don't want you to know the real news. And see, I think that balloon got popped, you know, with the debates and Trump with Tucker. Because yeah. if 200 plus million people have watched that, Wow. That is more than the voting population of America. Now, you yeah. can say, well, people all over the world. Then uh, then the world knows that you guys are freaking lying do and th- that this you, country is a sham. Do you think the left is going nuts when they see those figures? Yeah, I, I, I got to think it's like, holy smokes, we kept him off Fox. We kept all of his minions, by the way, out of the spin room. That's what he was talking about when he said uh, Byron Donalds and Marjorie Taylor Greene and even Donald Trump Jr., were not allowed into the venue in Milwaukee. They were not allowed in there because they wanted to control the narrative in that room, and they knew that if they had a Trump supporter in there or supporters, they couldn't control it. So these people were all Republicans, Trump Jr., Byron Donalds, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates. All these people were their Republican flag bearers. And right. and what happened? Fox kept him out of the room. You know, I mean, that by itself says enough. By itself, it says enough. So, um, I mean, listen, I'll, if you don't believe me, listen, here's Donald Trump Jr. Right now, trying to ban people from actually having discourse about politics. Uh, 
how un probably, probably shouldn't surprise any of us, uh, but that's what it is. I've been told by others that I would be able to go in. So they said we weren't able to go in, then they said they were in now that we're here. And the candidate that said you can't go in the spin room. They're telling me right now, Fox won't let me into the spin room. That's what the American people should know. They're telling him he works for security here, but they're telling him that I'm not allowed to go in there. Because the candidates that they've been boosting while simultaneously trying to cut down Trump for the last, what, two years? didn't perform as they had hoped. So they can have someone who can maybe be a representative of my father. Just like a few weeks ago when I was canceled after the first indictment, I was scheduled to go on. And about five minutes before I'm on, I found out I'm no longer on because apparently I wouldn't be a great surrogate to talk about my father's indictment. Just so we understand what we're dealing with here. So it shouldn't surprise any of us. And it's also why Trump was 100% right to not go to this debate. Exactly. It's beneath him, and when you know that you're walking into a setup because of exactly these kinds of circumstances, you understand exactly what's going on in mainstream media, even conservatives. It's very unfair. I like to knock, I like to knock the one the side, but i got to call balls and strikes. This is no different than what we see from the Democrats. It's no different than what we're seeing from the Fulton County DA when they're trying to put a gag order on Donald Trump so he can't defend himself in court proceedings. And more importantly, to function as an intimidation tactic for anyone else who would defend him, where the DA there is then saying, hey, we're going to add you people to the indictment if you take part in this. I don't know, guys. Does it reek of democracy? All the people that have been screaming that for the last six or so years, especially during the Trump presidency, when I believe we had a lot more freedom uh, than we do now, or certainly since this administration's taken over, are strangely quiet. But I guess we shouldn't be surprised. I mean, if you're just sitting around saying, oh, this is nonsense, then you're not paying attention. Right. And you go, you're going to get what you, uh, you, you want. I mean, if you are somebody who, I just want Biden because Biden's a Democrat. If you, if you believe that, if that's what you think is the right thing, well, you get what you deserve. You know, you you want to you want to be that kind of person. We're, we're living right now in a totalitarian state. We're living in a, in a country where they control the narrative at, at every angle. Now you know what they're trying to do. You listen to this for silliness. This administration, the Biden administration, is coming out with, or they want to come out with, new restrictions on how you drink. I'm not talking about milk. I'm talking about adult beverages. It, it's, Why? Because they want to control. They want to control every aspect of your life. If you are a good person, you can have another six pack. Sure, why not? If you're somebody who happens to think differently, we might uh, we might not give you that six pack. We might not give you that bottle of champagne for your daughter's wedding. I'm serious. It's in the news today. If you don't believe me, just go to any any website and type in administration looks to curb and control alcoholic beverage sales. It's yeah. there. Okay. I like to have a little coffee in my bourbon in the morning, you know. I'm but sure you now, do. Well, if this administration gets its way, be all coffee. You may not. But I mean, they are they are trying to do things that have never been done before. I mean, look at the, the indictments. Can mm -hmm. you show me one of these indictments? These, the people say, and the left loves to say this, the MSNBC morons. And by the way, I'm sorry, okay? I have never seen so many dumb people in my life uh, speak than I have seen on those networks, CNN and MSNBC. I used to have respect for some of them when they tried to do real news, but all of a sudden when they became woke, and uh, they embraced that whole philosophy. They showed their true colors, Jake Tapper and uh, Chuck Todd and all these guys talking like they, they talk like they're important people and they're very thoughtful, but they say the dumbest things. Mm -hmm. They say the they sure dumbest do. things. And you think, oh, he can't really believe that. They must be paying him a heck of a lot of money to uh, say what he's saying. I mean, I'll give you an example. Joe Scarborough. Joe Scarborough was a Republican, and he used to brag that he was a conservative. If he's a conservative, I'm from outer space, okay? Because this guy, he only did what he did to make money, period. End of sentence. Because somebody came along in MSNBC and said, I have a very big, fat checkbook, and I can cut you some very big, fat checks, Joe, make you a very wealthy guy. Oh, and by the way, in case you get really lucky, you might end up marrying your co-star, which he did do, Mika, you know, and and I'll, I'll write you those big, fat checks, but here's the deal. You've got to 
spew my philosophy. My philosophy is liberalism, wokeism. You have to really sell it. Can you do that? And Joe Scarborough, with his tongue hanging to his feet, drooling all over the floor, nodded his head up and down like, yep, yo, I can do that. Yeah, just make sure those checks are, are big fat ones and you got my name spelled right. Because we kind of th- talked about that yesterday, jokingly, that, you know, everybody's got a price, I guess, and uh, well, he named I, his. I mean, there are a lot of people on these networks, you know, it's a lot of money. Some of these people make millions of dollars. Yeah. And you say, well... I wouldn't do that if I were uh, no. Some of these people, know. some of these people make two, three, four million dollars a year, and you know, you think about it for a second. That's a nice house in the Hamptons, maybe. That's a nice car, nice penthouse in New York. Your lifestyle becomes a, a very elitist lifestyle. You go to the finest restaurants. You dine with the upper echelon of your community. You feel very important, and then you get the plug the plug pulled out from underneath you like uh like chris cuomo i mean have you heard from chris recently i know he's over at uh, news nation but who's watching that you know i mean he's probably gone from making maybe seven eight million dollars a year to maybe making seven hundred thousand a year which is still nothing to shake a stick at uh, but, take it's, that. but it's not seven or eight million dollars it's like 10 times less than what he was making at cnn you right. know, but, and nobody's paying attention to him anymore. So all of a sudden he was important and a big deal. And all of a sudden he's nothing. He's absolutely not. That's, and by the way, the, all the other anchors over at CNN, they look at Chris and they see what happened to Chris and they think, wait a second, that could happen to me. Oh, look at, look at Don Lemon. They call him, it's Don Lemon, right? But they, they like to say Don Lemon, give him a French accent. Don Lemon. Right? He was on there for years. Everyone thought, oh, he can't get fired. He's a minority. He's gay. He can't. He just has too many things going for him. They can't fire him. Oh, the hell they can't. They pulled that plug, man. <laughs> he went down the drain. And now, would anybody tell me what Don Lemon is doing anymore day to day? I mean, is he, is he uh, as important as he was when he was doing the news on CNN? Absolutely not. So all the existing CNN anchors right now are looking around saying, oh, crap, that could be me. That could happen to me. I could lose my job. I may end up on the street. I don't like Don Lemon, but, you know, and he made a lot of money. I hope I I actually, you know, the joke would be, yeah, he's on a corner bar stool going, "Ah, I used to be somebody, but I hope that's not. I I hope he spent his money well and invested well. I think he followed the corporate line for, uh, he really was a dutiful woke uh, ambassador he actually shouldn't have gotten fired because he was doing all the things he did everything he did. was told to do yeah. and then some so yeah. I, know, I didn't like I mean, it I didn't like it I thought he was I thought he was uh let's just say misinformed on just about everything he ever said he used to he used to tick the hell out he ticked me off but you know the point is is that yeah I still wish him well I don't wish any I can't say on anybody. If somebody pushes me far enough, I'll wish bad. You know, I know what you're saying you, you you don't wish anyone ill. You want to no, see? No, no. You know, I don't. You know, I want everyone to have a good life. You know, and that's you know, uh, yes. Because uh, you only get one shot. You may as well enjoy it. So yeah, I. Well, I I I wish him no ill. Conversely, I also am glad that he's not on CNN and polluting our airways with his drivel which is what I thought it was, okay? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want anyone. I hope he gets another job. I hope he's a, hope he saved his money so he's not hurting day to day. I don't want that to happen to anybody like you, Bill. But I am I, also, I think that these people, there's only one way to, to clean up our news uh, operations, and that's to clean house. I mean, mm-hmm. if you wanted to, if you were a stockholder in CNN and somebody said, okay, can you make it better? I mean, the answer is yes, I could, but it it would take a drastic change. I'm not talking about, we'll get rid of this guy and get rid of this guy, and that'll make a difference. No. If you look at CNN, if you wanted to make a difference and you wanted to bring it back to what it was 20 years ago, you've got to go in there literally, and you've got a completely clean house. I'm not talking about just the people you see on television I'm talking right. about the assignment editors, the news directors, all these different people, these producers. It's not just the people you see who create the crap that they've thrown at us. It's a whole 
multi-layer system of liberals who have designed and spewed this nonsense. So if you want to make your money back at CNN and make it what it used to be, you've got to change it all the way down to the root. And uh, I think it's, uh, it's, it's, but it, it, and that would mean if I were the owner, if I bought CNN, I would hire all the people that have to do that, all of them secretly in advance. I would have them all ready to go. I have the system mm-hmm. already in place because there's only one way to do it, and that's to pull the plug all at once, a mass clean up, cleaning of the house at CNN, and then replace them all with people who are news people, real news people who are going to be neutral. I'm not saying you have to be Trumpish. I'm not saying you have to be a conservative. I'm saying you have to be honest. Yeah, honest. which might mean that you're going to tell a story that you don't believe in, yep. but it is the news, and that's the key word, the news. And we've we've lost the, the true meaning and definition of what news is. You know, n- news is not is not a commentary of your your little fantasy world. It is factual. You know, the facts are, you know, from the debates, uh, Trump and Tucker had America's attention. Yeah. Apparently, uh, two-thirds of America. The, 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 and if you divide it by age, anybody that's a voting age was apparently paying attention to Trump. That doesn't mean they didn't watch over in Fox, but a very minuscule portion of them compared to what really went on yeah. with Tucker and Trump. So I, you know, America's awake. We, you know, I think it's, they're wiping the sleep out of their eyes, but they're seeing that they've been hoodwinked. You know, pe- people are saying, uh, Trump said he was never going to go back to Twitter. Well, he didn't go back to Twitter. He went back to the X. That's exactly right. He went back to the X. He never went back to Twitter. And the other thing is this, people say, well, why would he leave truth social? He didn't leave truth social. No. He's, he's going to be on both. But the fact of the matter is, what what did this Tucker interview prove? Tucker's interview proved that Twitter has a massive reach, massive reach. And he's running for the presidency. And if mm-hmm. CNN, if Fox News, if NBC, if all of these different operations won't give him a fair voice, a fair shake, he needs to get his message out some way. What did he prove? He proved that... He can get his message out to more people than all those companies combined. All of them combined. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it was a genius move. He's going to be on X. He's going to be on Truth Social. He's going to be, uh, uh, he's going to get his word out. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Will he be the president again, though? I personally, I worry about the thing that Tucker asked twice. Yeah, well, I knew and, that's where and, you're going to And the other this. thing that uh, Eric Bowling. Greg Kelly last night had an interview with him, and he asked him directly. And again, Trump didn't give a direct answer. The question was, they they have blocked you at every at every turn. They have thrown indictment after indictment, and every time they throw an indictment after you, you grow in fame and popularity. Uh, they they can't squelch you. Isn't their only option to kill you? Isn't that the only option? He asked, Greg Kelly asked it, Tucker asked it twice, and all, all the, every time um, Trump didn't give a definitive answer like, uh, no. I, I think what he's, I think what's going to happen, folks, and this is just me, I, I know this sounds crazy. I think that uh, there, there may be an attempt on him. There you know, may be an attempt. President, there were six a day. Oh, I, they won't tell you that. The media doesn't tell you how many times they try to kill this man. But he has been attacked, not physically. They never his, his security is the most impressive maybe in the world. When you see him strolling around someplace, well, odds are they've covered every sniper angle in that location. For example, you, yesterday when he was coming out of the jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were saying he was going to stop the motorcade in front of the, the press gaggle at the jail and give a, a, an interview. He came out and he kept going. However, he got to the airport, got out of he he waited in the uh, SUV for a while, 
got out and then walked over and gave his uh, his statement. As a matter of fact, here's what he said. This is a very sad day for America. This should never happen. If you challenge an election, you should be able to challenge an election. I thought the election was a rigged election, a stolen election, and I should have every right to do that. As you know, you have many people that you've been watching over the years do the same thing, whether it's Hillary Clinton or Stacey Abrams or many others. When you uh, have that great freedom to challenge, you have to be able to, otherwise you can have very dishonest elections. What has taken place here is a travesty of justice. We did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. And everybody knows that I've never had such support. And that goes with the other ones, too. What they're doing is election interference. They're trying to interfere with an election. There's never been anything like it in our country before. This is their way of campaigning. This is one instance, but you have three other instances. It's election interference. So I want to thank you for being here. We did nothing wrong at all. And we have every right, every single right, to challenge an election that we think is dishonest, that we think is very dishonest. So thank you all very much, and I'll see you uh, very soon. Thank you very much. And then, you know, one of the reporters, as he was walking away, said, this is where you cringe. And you think you are a frigging reporter? They gave you credentials? She yelled out, mm-hmm. are you proud of yourself? Are you proud of yourself? Well, he I can didn't... tell that reporter, your mama ain't proud of you. <laughs> I think you're probably right. But, you know, the, the questions don't have substance anymore. The questions would no. back in the old days, uh, Mr. President, uh, do you still feel that you have uh, a good chance in the upcoming election? He may have. That would have been a question. But are you proud of yourself? I thought, get her off the tarmac. But getting back to what we were talking about, when he stepped out at the airport, you know that was a controlled environment. I mean, they must have Mm -hmm. said, Mr. President, if you're going to make a statement, do it at the airport. We're going to have every angle covered. Everybody within eyesight of you will be vetted. You'll be fine. That'll be a safe spot. And that's what he did. Well, you know, they always refer to Trump as Mr. President, not... Only the media occasionally yeah. calls him the former president, but it's it's Mr. President. Have you seen Joe Biden's motorcade? Uh, you know, that's a good point. I was thinking about that yesterday, Bill. If you watched him being going, going to the jail. There's no motorcade. No, no. President Trump had 17, must have had 17 cars, including an ambulance. Trump and their government, their government vehicles. That's exactly right. When when Joe goes to go someplace, it's like they give him a, a bicycle and a helmet. You know. So Joe is, uh, you know, he's he's made us energy dependent. He's taken down our border walls. Um, we've got runaway inflation. Uh, gas prices are up. The 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 shelves on the stores are not stocked anymore, and. We don't have the old traditional, uh, you know, I, I, I do a lot of shows for different markets, you know, and we always say buy local, buy local. It sports the local economy. And I'm going like, boy, there's an oxymoron because everything is done. Uh, you order online anymore and it's delivered in a van. You, you wait for the package at the door. That's not buying local. We are destroying the fabric of the country. And, and then, you know, we were just talking. I'll just throw a thought out there at random. What is democracy? Does it have borders, or is it um, a philosophy? A a philosophy and a belief. And if that's the case, are we are we redefining what is a country today? Could it be, like I said, a virtual situation where your political well? That's what that's what guys like Soros and Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates would like to do. They would like to destroy all the borders of every country in the world and make it a borderless society, meaning you could go from one area to another with no passport, no uh, identification. Wherever you want to go, there you are. That's what they want, and that's right, what they're going to get. that's what they want, but has Trump, with uh, what he's done, just kicked the, uh, the, oh. the border control out of their, uh, out of their pocket because— he he's running he's running the the boundaries i mean he's he's popular within the boundaries but outside of the boundaries when you get into the virtual domain he's proven he's king of that too the first thing he said he's going to do is put the wall back up and he's going to get the illegals out of our country and he was going to make our borders secure again 
How do you think that goes over with uh, George Soros, Bill Gates, and Klaus Schwab? How do you think it goes over with globalists? It goes over like a pregnant Paul Walter, like screen doors on a submarine. By the way, you, you talk about things going up. I just read in the uh, news today, uh, home pr- uh, mortgage rates are up to 8%. 8%? Yeah. Look, you know, I'm in the buying, buying market, and I'm still there watching the rates go through the roof. But I've changed my philosophy on, on, on what and how I'll buy. And so I'm sitting there going, and that doesn't mean I'm going to pull the trigger again. I've owned, you know, a few homes throughout my life. And right now I don't. Yeah. You know, and I think you own. But, I do. you know, it's, uh, there's, uh, it, it's, it's tough for anybody to do anything yeah. in this economy. And it, it took Joe four years to run us into hell. But, you know, it's like gaining weight. You can gain weight overnight. We can go to hell overnight. Getting out of it, it's not going to happen in four years. So even if we get Trump back in, now he his his comment would be just watch me, you know, and and that'll be interesting because can we can we put her back on her feet again? People say you made some mistakes with your cabinet members in the first administration. He'll be the first to say I did. I took the advice of some people who I trusted. Didn't work out. Next time around, I know who I'm going to put in. I know who I can trust. And even then, there might be a Judas in that crowd. you know. But I think the difference is he gave, he gave the people who were screwing up too much uh, rope. Like Bill Barr. I'm sure yeah. by the time Bill Barr left office, and by the way, he resigned. Remember after January 6th, mm-hmm. in that period, it was like two weeks till the inauguration. The, these people, Haley, you know, that uh, doofus uh, who's running for the president, uh, uh, she, um, she actually was, I think, I think she was the ambassador to the UN. Well, she, yeah. she dropped out because she was going to protest the insurrection in Washington. Anybody who called that an insurrection, Greg Kelly did a great thing yesterday. He took a video that CNN did and you hear the announcers looking at the people who were on the Capitol and, and he, the people who are doing the uh, play-by-play are saying, have you ever seen anything so disgusting? Look at they're attacking our society, the fabric of our country. We're destroying all the good things. This is how they talked. And then he said, no, we're going to show you the same videotape and turn the volume down. Turn the volume off, the narration. They turned the narration off and... It looked like a peaceful group in the park. It looked like a mm. bunch of tourists walking into the Capitol. What he was saying was they were describing something that wasn't there, that wasn't right. there. They were going to make you feel like you were seeing something that wasn't happening. The only violence, by the way, was that that cop who killed the uh, Ashley Babbitt for no reason, and that poor lady in the tunnel who never gets any credit. I can't even tell you her name. But there was another lady who died that day, and she was downstairs, and apparently she had been hit with a billy club by a police officer. And, you know, you don't hear these things because they don't want you to know about it. No, they control the narrative, and that's... You're absolutely correct. We have so much, we have so, so much to talk about. These are such upsetting times, Bill. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, because I know the time is running out, I was just going to get in. We mentioned it yesterday. And then I know my son said, oh, you know, that story you talked about, you know, about the mandates coming back and the mask and yeah. all of that and the lockdowns, uh, that's been debunked. You know, I'm like going, actually, no. Yeah. The government has spent $1.4 billion they've thrown, thrown out there so that they can um, do the countermeasures for COVID and the mandates. They are kicking in the mask. They're ordering masks. There are businesses now. There's, I just got a post that just came in where mask required. And when I was out and about yesterday, there are places that are saying, yeah, you got to wear a mask again. Yeah. Because the mandates are coming down. And, you know, Joe is very predictable. You know, if you don't think the election was stolen, well, what happened just before the election? Well, we were in lockdowns. Well, we got a mail in. Everything that went on. You know, it is the same formula over and over and over again. And even though it's been exposed, doesn't matter. It's still the recipe. That's their cookbook. Yep. And they're cooking up another steal. 
You know, another thing that happened yesterday, which we haven't talked about, maybe we can talk about it uh, later on this week or next week. Uh, North Korea, uh, they launched a missile from one of their ships, which was the first. And also they launched a satellite into space, a spy satellite. So uh, these are things that Trump has said he probably could have talked them out of had he been president. But with Joe, you know, there's no holes barred for our adversaries. And Japan, you know, well, everybody knows they should know where Okinawa is. It's sure. under Japanese rule, but uh, cru- a crucial place uh, for us and especially in World War II. Right. But either way, uh, North Korea flew a missile over it. And Japan felt threatened enough to where they said they are at shelter in place in Okinawa. Oh, really? That had been, yeah, they'd ordered it a day or two ago because of North Korea. And Kim Jong-un is threatening that he is going to uh, fly his nukes in the southern peninsula uh, against uh, South Korea. That they he's, See, that's he's going, the, the other thing we, we have to take into consideration. There are countries like Japan... Never underestimate Japan. Yes, for for decades after World War II, we limited their military growth. But understand something. They are an amazing country that has had a strong military for generations. Right. And I think since in the last 20 years or so, they have grown exponentially. They have yeah. uh, they have a strong military now, and I do think they have their own nuclear weapons. If they aren't talking about them, I'll bet you they got them. I'll bet you yeah. they have them. Not they a do. not a smart thing on the part of North Korea to, to stick a, a stick in the eye of Japan. Well, you know, I remember the movie, the original movie Top Gun, and there were so many others like it. You know, where the United States and Russia played chicken all the time with their air power. And uh, there was a story I saw the other day. You know, we're just one false move away from nuclear war. Somebody misreads and. I got to fire a missile at that plane, which I understand one of our uh, F thirty uh, fives or whatever it is yeah. got shot down this past week by Russia. But I, I don't know. Well, you'll never hear about it because they don't want to talk about no. it. No, but yeah. you know, okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta fly this right over the top of that plane. But if he hits it, it's an act of war. We are, you know, and we're playing these games and we're doing things, poking. You know, we're taking know. our finger and sticking it in the chest of the giant. Which leads me beast. to this question, and you can think about it until our next show. Uh-oh. Do certain people in this country want us yes. to go into war? Yes. I didn't take you very long to think about it, but you're right. I no. happen to agree with you. I think that they want us in conflict, and boy, they're yes. doing, they're pushing us. And that's another thing with Trump. Uh, maybe they figure that they can keep them out of government if we go into a uh, martial law. Well, martial law. Another. What do you think about that? No, I think it's coming because one way you can keep power if you can't win it, steal it is steal it in uh, with with a war. That that is the that is the last case Armageddon scenario where we'll just throw us into war. Let me ask you this question: Let's say there's an election and. Uh, there's no denying that Trump wins it. Right. All right. Uh, and Trump could keep us out of war. Could the powers that be get us into a war before he takes office in the morning? Between the election and the inauguration? Yeah. Sure. As a matter of fact, I, I got to think, and I've thought about this before, if he wins the election in November of 24 um, and the inaugurations in January of 25, if they start us into into a war, like let's say uh, in early December, can they hold off or postpone the inauguration indefinitely? Yeah, and keep War Powers Act. <laughs> hey, listen, we've war. done it. We you've given me something to think about, boy. I'll tell you, it's going to be a heck of a weekend. Um, but then again, it always is. Uh, if you want to reach us, our number is 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. Mail at itsanotherday.com. Mail at itsanotherday.com. I'm not an expert in any of this stuff. I just pretend to be on the podcast. Yes, you know. <laughs> you play one on TV. Uh, no, I don't even do that. Hey, listen, um, I, I'm not sure about the update. Maybe it'll be just me this weekend. I'm 
you, I'll, you, probably, I'll probably do traveling? it with you. I, I'm, yeah, I'm traveling. I'm Look, I mean, you know, let's be honest here. I mean, I'll be in oh, the I White hope. Mountains. Yes. I'll be in the White Mountains uh, next week. Up in New know, Hampshire. The, yeah. Ooh, yeah that's, that's a, I've, I've been there, Bill. I've been to the Cog yeah. Railway up in uh, scenic uh, white, in the scenic White Mountains. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking the Cog Railway up the mountain. Yeah, oh, and I'm going to get up like there it. with my binoculars. So I, I'm going to be the... I'm going to be the spotter to see all if right. I see any incoming I leave you with just this, all right, to think about. The Cog Railway. I went up there in August. It was about 85 degrees down at the hotel at the base of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Went up to the top of the mountain. I went up there as shorts and a T-shirt, and it was snowing on the top of the mountain. Wait a minute. Uh, and, and it was windy as heck, and... The train rocked back and forth about 45 degrees. It, it, it Literally, the train hangs over. You can't see the rail. It's, when you go over, oh, the, they call it Jacob's Ladder. They were afraid the train was going to be blown off the trestle. I don't want to scare you or nothing. Uh, you okay? know, and I was thinking, I was actually thinking of going to the all-you-can-eat sushi bar before I got on the train. Oh, I, that's a uh, great and, idea. And I, yeah. And Try I the got, chop suey. Uh, yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, I was going to sit there and see if I could competitively eat oh, before I go on the train. Oh, you'll be the hit of the train. You really will. Then, be. Well, somebody's <laughs> gonna be hit. And then, uh, you know, I also thought I was gonna go to the summit. Yeah. And 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 do my Hawaiian luau dance. Oh, you'll love but it. But I was I was just going to uh, sunglasses. Yeah. Sunscreen and a speedo. I think it's a great idea. Uh, you you that not really, gonna work. You'll be really, you really be dressed appropriately. <laughs> Yeah, it's just what you need. Again, yeah. it was August, you know 85 on the ground, and about 30 up on the mountain. I think you that's know, a great I, idea. I need to go get a bag. I think I just made myself sick. Uh, yeah. sick with the thought of that. All right. Oh. With that being said, I think he has to end this program with his traditional, now hold it, just say it quick. Hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. A terrorist sleeper cell has plans to detonate a suitcase nuclear device while the president and the Israeli prime minister are making an appearance at the convention center in Pittsburgh. Can a retired New York City cop stop it from happening? If the cop is Jack Kane, then it's got a good chance. Strike at the Giant, a Jack Kane mystery by Jim Harrington is a page turner that will keep you riveted from cover to cover. Strike at the Giant, a Jack Kane mystery from Dover and Blackstone Media, LLC, is available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and many other great online book sites. Or visit It'sAnotherDay.com and click on our link at the top of the page. When it comes to mysteries and a great read, Strike at the Giant is all you need. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million?